at some point today, I'm going to have to drink some water. I, I'm going to yeah. I'm going to die. He, he said drinking Diet Coke. I know. Welcome to Namely 90s. The podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones, Google and Y2K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So, turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. That's right, you're listening to Namely 90s. My name's Andrew, and over there's Brandon. That's me. You can find us online at Namely90s.com or on Twitter and Instagram at Namely90s with the 90s. You can also find the show on YouTube every Monday at Namely90s.com slash YouTube. And finally, if you'd like to support the show, head on over to Patreon.com slash Namely90s, also with the 90s, and sign up. Smash the sign up button for one of those support levels. I don't think that's how that works. No, smash it. <laughs> I am so tired. <laughs> <laughs> you, so we speci- okay so little housekeeping last week we said we were recording in two batches or the this episode and the previous episode in the same batch we didn't we got tired no. so how are you still tired <laughs> i just worked three overnight shifts in the last uh, three days and you haven't gone to sleep yet. collectively i've slept maybe 12 hours over the course yeah. of the last 72 okay and uh today i slept about three and a half uh, this morning before i got uh, got here the the yeah i we decided to record today because yesterday you would have been too tired. Oh yeah. Midday between shifts. At least like I don't have to go back tonight. So it's a little easier, but That's like fair. I was saying it is so hot at some point I should probably drink like an actual glass of water instead of my trusty diet zesty beverage. That's strange that your diet Coke's there in your hand because um, in the wide shot, your diet Coke's behind your shoulder. Ah, it's like diet Coke inception. No, that's just an old can. Cause I'm a <laughs> effing slob. You should see the floor of this place right now. It's covered Uh, in excrement and straw. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, It looks like a five guys with all the peanut shells everywhere. Our ice maker isn't working right. And then our other ice maker, when you put ice in your cup from like the door of the fridge Mm -hmm. and then put water in it and you look at the water, there's like little white flakes floating around in it. Is it ice or is it? No, we have like hard water and I think that Mm -hmm. like the hard water film gets on the ice cubes and then precipitates into crystals and then like dissolves in the water. Do you not or, have a hard? We have I, filters. That's what I don't understand. Have you replaced the filter recently? Yes. Okay. Then I can't help you with that. You're listening to namely ice makers, namely water quality on Patreon. No, 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 Patreon to be fair, Andrew does like his like various random ice cubes in different forms and such. Yes. Um, Our nugget but, ice maker is malfunctioning. Which is the one that you you really like? It was only six hundred dollars, and it lasted like a year and a half, which is great. That sounds like a good investment. Oh right, this thing that says "Watch Before Episode." Oh yeah, uh, that's just the trailer for the truth about cats and dogs. Okay, but, um, so anyway, uh, I guess I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, you could watch it during the break. What's uh, what's new with you there? Uh, oh, um, so every other Friday, um, there's like a night disc golf thing that I go to. At, I think you're gonna um, say night disco. Nope, disc golf. Um, and they like we play across a golf course in the middle of the night or like sundown. It starts around sunset. 
Um, and it, so it's like, it's glow golf that we have glow plastic and stuff like that. But, nice. uh, it was, it was doubles. So yeah, random doubles. So I was paired with a random person yesterday and we got second. So, uh, I won $5 out of $5. Didn't even $10 pay for the I played gas play. thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but still, uh, haven't won second in a disc golf tournament before I've gotten first in, uh, in the novice division, which no one, no one has these days, um, by beating a, I would say 12 year old child. Um, I felt good about that back in, uh, cause I got a trophy and, uh, yeah. Um, so that was fun. I, I was excited about that. Um, the reason why we we're recording back to back is because we're both going on vacation. Um, or well, please, you're don't going on vacation. please don't say it vacay and spell it V-A-C-A, which spells we're all vodka, going on, which yeah. means cow. We're going on cow. Uh, <laughs> technically, I'm not going on vacay. Uh, I am going to be where you where you live while you come down to where I live. <laughs> um, wow. Like, we never travel. And then yeah. when we do, it's specifically in the opposite. Okay. Wow. We, we, we might run into each other on. Oh, no, because you have a direct flight. Yeah. Um, never mind then. But yeah, uh, I'll be traveling to Pasco um, for a wine camp thing. And yeah, Pasco is literally an hour and a half from me. Is it? Gosh, yeah. Try, try, try cities. And yeah. I, once- yeah. Once you go past the jail, it's just another 20 or 30 minutes to the Tri-Cities. Oh, well, you guys might be back. You the 27th? Might be back. Yeah, I'm I'm here the whole, that weekend. I oh, nice. Monday. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Learning um, about irradiated wines because of the Hanford Nuclear Reservation, which, like, contaminates all the water. Pretty much. I'll explain why, um, you know, the Merlot tastes like cab and the cab tastes like Merlot. It's not Gluvine. It's Glovine. <laughs> That's that's funny. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I'll uh, be here all week. Andrew wants a guest on my uh wine YouTube series Rewind, which is nearing uh 300 subscribers. Whoa. <laughs> and I've not put any work in since I was at 260. I, I believe that's 0. 0.2 uh nope. Uh 0.2 subscribers per day. I was going to say it's nearly 10% or 10 times the amount of subscribers we have on the name. We 90s YouTube channel. So if you'd like to uh, watch us talk about this episode, uh, well, no, would, yeah, we talk like about just, this episode. We analyze this episode in real time. If you'd like to watch our beautiful mugs, uh, talk during this episode, uh, you can find us over on name. Nineties.com slash YouTube and name. Nineties.com slash YouTube subscribe yes. smash the that other way around. Button. We need, I think we still need it's, I think it's 200 subscribers to get, um, uh, a vanity URL on YouTube. It might be a thousand now. Um, so, <laughs> so never, so never. Right. Yeah. But, uh, we, we put up the name. Nineties minutes that, uh, we do as individual things. And those actually get some views. Very true. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, gosh, um, we've been talking for not that long. <laughs> Seven minutes or so. Seven minutes. Seven. Uh, anything else? Not really. It's kind of been a slow week. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel abnormal. Just very tired. 
Well, we can skip on it. I don't know what time of day it is even. Oh, boy. It is 3.30 in the afternoon. Oh, my gosh. This AC needs to get its act together and cool things up. Yeah, if Andrew dies on uh, recording, well, one, you won't be able to hear this because he wouldn't have sent his audio, and two, um, the RIP to the show. Let's see what else? Uh, oh, my cats are attacking my home with barf. Oh. There's just, they get like, when Kayla and the kids are gone and I'm mm-hmm. kind of out of the house a lot because of work, the cats like panic barf, I think. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> no one's out. home. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's mm. a disaster. So I'm gonna have some carpet cleaning, which is kind of nice. We're doing this early, so I can go do this thing with my parents for dinner, mm. and then come home and pass out, but also clean simultaneously. No, I feel you because I, I also have to. I have schoolwork to do at some point today. Yeah, um, yeah. But, but um, there's like seven of them. Why can't they keep each other company? I don't company? know. Uh, I think one of them may have eaten the other cat. He's so fat now that it's possible he's consumed another entire cat. Uh, anyway, why don't you take us back to uh, April of 1996? All right. Travel back with me, listeners, to April of 1996. On the 1st, the Halifax Regional Municipality in Nova Scotia is formed, amalgamated from municipal governments within the county by the provincial government. And I assume that's what Andrew sent me in chat. Um, <laughs> you'll probably remember that video yeah uh, it's one of the early viral videos but I think the, before youtube possibly yeah one of the only reasons no was it's, it pre it was around the power thirst days yeah it's the same people but i thought it was because it's the same commercial isn't it oh well there's a halifax uh tourism board video that uh, wasn't officially from them, but yeah, it, I think that's what this one is. Anyway, it's very fun. Yeah, um, that's just Google whatever Andrew Googled and didn't I said, say. I typed in Halifax video and it came right up. Fair enough. <laughs> that's that's why I included that with this. Uh, on the sixth, Marlon Brando makes anti-Semitic remarks while on Larry King Live, stating that quote Jews control Hollywood. End quote. <laughs> He must have said more than that because Jews control Hollywood is not an anti-Semitic statement. It may be inaccurate, but it's not like disparaging to them. If you said Jews are bad and they control Hollywood, wouldn't that be a negative comment? I think it's the stereotype that Jews secretly control anything is uh, anti-Semitic. Yeah, I mean, I would say there are a lot of them and they're very influential in Hollywood, but but like that statement on its own is not specifically negative right isn't he he probably said other stuff i imagine i don't i don't think i don't think so i don't i think i think i I don't think it's factual you don't think it's factual that's no i don't think it's factual what he said but i'm just saying like is it then why would that not be a derogatory remark then well because you can say untrue thing because like the idea that they would control something like hollywood would be positive it's a it's a booming great industry and they're very creative and they're very good at at that kind of thing so would that be a positive thing i don't think that's how he implied it no but i mean there's mel gibson who's just like who goes the other way (laughs) and it's very clearly i don't know i'm just saying i it's not appropriate clearly but i just i feel like maybe more things were said or maybe it was the inflection used, you know, oh, it's definitely, I mean, it's definitely I watch inflection. The clip. It's definitely, definitely stanky. Okay. Uh, it's a stanky J. Uh, as I say. feel like you could say that in a joking way and people would laugh 
and it would be kind of funny. But if of you course, say it with that edge, uh, then you're of now. Of, of course, they would laugh. It was the 90s. No, I know. But OK, let me, let me put it this way. If Jerry Seinfeld said that, it would be funny. But he's also Jewish. Yeah, if you, he's <laughs> Jewish. He? Yes. Also on the sixth, the first ever MLS game is played and broadcast on ESPN. Uh, Major League Soccer lost an estimated $250 million during the first five years um, and more than $350 million between its founding and 2004. It's because no one wants to watch a bunch of people run around for 96 minutes and end in a tie of zero to zero. That's very true. <laughs> I thought it was 90 minutes. Yeah, there's always that stupid overage time that no one really knows like how much it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I never know. Yeah, um, why would they not keep track? Or why would they not tell somebody? Yeah, it's probably in the rules somewhere. On the 12th, Rock for the Rainforest Benefit concert is held at Carnegie Hall in New York City, which includes Sting, Elton John, Don Henley, Diana Ross, and Robin Williams, among others. Nice. Do you remember remember any of these Benefit concerts? I don't. No, I remember all the people. That's a pretty great lineup. Well, I picked the ones that you would know. My parents Um, saw, and my brother saw Robin Williams live in concert, well, live, and yeah. apparently it was like the funniest thing they'd ever been to. I can imagine. Yeah. Was, yeah. Uh, I'm kind of jealous of that. Yeah. Um, the 13th, the Detroit wedding rings. The Detroit onion rings record their 62nd win in the season, setting a new record for the NHL. Uh, for the NHL wins in a season, it was previously 60 from the 76 to 77 Montreal Canadiens. Canadiens, actually. Canadiens. Uh, it really is, is that... Canadiens, but they're in French Canada, so that makes sense. French Canada. Can- <laughs> French Canadiens. Gotcha. On the 14th, Abigail Breslin is born. Do you know who Abigail Breslin is? No, because I've never seen any of the movies that you have listed there. Uh, I thought you saw. Did we not see Zombieland together? Um, Screen Queens is a TV series. Uh, But yes, she was the little girl in Little Miss Sunshine, which is how everyone kind of knew her. And then that's one with Paul Giamatti in it, right? Is that Paul Giamatti? I don't think so. Is it? Andrew's googling. Uh, She's no Steve Carell. Why did it? For some reason, I think I get that movie mixed up with um, Sideways. Sideways. Oh, Brian Cranston is in Little Miss Sunshine. Well, I think it's, I mean, it's an indie movie. It came out around the same time. It might be the same director. It has Chloe from uh, 24. 24, Alan Arkin, Dean Norris, also of, uh, you know, Breaking Bad. it won it won some awards or was dominated i'm pretty sure Wallace langham from csi paula newsom from csi wow what a cast it's all like you would actually want to watch that movie someday mm, adam driver was in that movie Regis oh, really? philbin oh. Dang. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean i think there are a lot of cameos probably but i don't think adam driver was a cameo worthy back he's then. like in he's the like sixth the row brother, probably yeah, yeah. Um, on the fourth, well, I mean, yeah, on the 16th, Anna Taylor Joy is born. Do you know who Anna Taylor Joy is? Anna, Anya, Taylor. Anya, Anya, Taylor Anya Taylor Joy. Nope. Uh, she's in the Queen's Gambit and Emma, whatever that is. Um, on the 20th, the Chicago, the Chicago, I can't talk today. 
the Chicago Bulls record a record 72 wins in a season for the NBA. Oh, a lot of winning going on. Yeah. Hashtag Charlie Sheen winning on the 25th. <laughs> Allison Snyder, nay, Ashley Arm, Allison Ashley Arm is born. She was on the Disney Channel series Sunny with a Chance, so random, and currently, I guess, she's on the show AP Bio. Oh, that has the guy from... uh, Always Sunny. Always Sunny. Boy, I've I've seen commercials for that, and it does not look great, does it? It does not, but I think it got a second, possibly third season. Wow. Also, apologies to Allison if uh, they go by they instead of she now. I don't remember. Uh, on the 26th, Sotheby's, 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 the auction house, ends a four-day auction of Jackie O's possessions, taking in uh, $34.5 million. Do you know who Jackie O is? Uh, strangely, I was just thinking about this. Um, what is the full last name again? Uh, Kennedy? Yeah, okay. I was going to say, I feel like she's related to the Kennedys somehow. She's the wife of John F. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I know her as, you know, she was, Jackie she was Kennedy, our... not. I, I, I always know that it's Onassis, and it was like, it's O, and I don't know, whatever. Gotcha. I, yeah, I couldn't remember Onassis, to be honest. Um, yeah. Jackie, is it Jackie Kennedy Onassis? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, JK. Rip to the max. JK. Rip to the max. On the 28th, Australia's worst massacre in modern history occurs. Um, Martin Bryant shoots and kills 35 people in Port Arthur, Tasmania, which leads to a compulsory gun buyback program and major changes to gun control laws. I don't know. That sounds like an overreaction to me. (laughs) 1996. (laughs) Hashtag sarcasm. Yeah. Hashtag Um, what the is wrong with our country. Right. 35 people were killed and it immediately uh, leads to reform. Meanwhile, in, a, in the U.S., 525,600 people were killed by gun. No, I'm just kidding. That's not that's not a real statistic, but it leads nicely into our next point. On the 29th, <laughs> Rent, starring Adina Menzel and Tay Diggs, opens on Broadway for the first time. <laughs> Also, uh, on the 29th, TV Land, a spinoff of Nickelodeon's Nick at Night channel, is launched, which is a whole channel devoted to classic television. But then don't they have, like, a segment on Nick still that is... Nick at Night? But it's not, like, classic television. It's, like, new classic. It's 90s. Not old classic. Yeah. It's 90s and early 2000s. Right. Yeah. Uh, If you watch TV Land now, you would not find, like, the oldest... There's like a block of the Andy Griffith show and then uh, like according to Jim because I was I was going to make a little game uh, asking you what what shows are actually currently on TV land that are old and they they don't there's they're they're all within like the 2000s now uh tv premiering ending in April 1996 on the 20th Power Rangers Zio. Uh, on the 23rd, Forensic Files on TLC. That one's for Andrew. And on the 28th, we have Dexter's Laboratory premiering on Cartoon Netawa. Dexter's Laboratory. Dexter's Laboratory. Laboratory. Uh, <laughs> lavatory. Lavatory? <laughs> no smoking in the lavatory, please. 
in the box office, April 1996. On the 7th, we have the TV movie Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which predates the TV series, but it still stars Melissa Joan Hart, which was then adapted. Oh, yeah, it was then adapted to TV series, but like they replaced the ants, the love interest, the story. Uh, it was all different. On the 12th, we have Fear, featuring Mark Wahlberg, Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon and Melissa Milano. You seen that one? I caught it on no. basic cable in a hotel once. But I have been so in the background of my TV, the AXS channel is on, which I think is kind of like a music network. There's always like live Not concerts familiar. on it. That's where I saw mm-hmm. the um, Nirvana concert. Oh, I thought you were going to say New Kids on the Block. Well, we'll come back to that. Uh, but then, so I always watch my on demand, but then when I fall asleep, the on demand kicks off and goes back to that channel until you change mm-hmm. the background channel, but it keeps playing like, like this. You live in a hotel. There's like a seven year old Wahlberg reality show on there. Uh, oh yeah. About Wahlbergers Wait. and like their family. Is it seven years old? Isn't it, it? it is. It was he was new. talking about like they were having a premiere for, well, the ones I've been watching, he was doing the premiere or shooting for that uh, oil rig movie. Mark Wahlberg. Transformers? No, the um, the one about the oil rig that blows up. It's a true story. Um, Not familiar. Anyway, and then of course his brother, who's been on Blue Bloods for thirteen years or something, uh, arrested for arson last episode. It's called Deep Water Horizon. It's a 2016 film starring Mark Wahlberg, Kurt Russell, Kate Hudson, John Malkovich, and someone else. That's actually a good cast. Yeah, actually, it's a you got uh, 82 on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. So it might actually be worth watching. I've actually wanted to watch that movie. I just learned about it today. It didn't do great in the box office. It's a movie about an oil rig. Wow. The budget was $156 million and it made $121 million. So it didn't break even. No, but yet it's considered good. <laughs> I mean, critically acclaimed is possible. Surprising, but possible. <laughs> also on the 12th, James and the Giant Peach, that the animated one that looks like it's from uh, Tim Burton, but not. I hated that. Uh, on the tw- Also on the 12th, we have Jane Eyre. Written Jane by Eyre. that Jane Austen. I think so. The other lady. On the 19th, uh, <laughs> Mystery Science Theater 3000, the movie. They made a movie about the show that watches old. They made a movie about silhouettes saying stuff about different movies on the 26th. The truth about cats and dogs starring Janine Garofalo, Uma Thurman, Jamie Foxx, David Cross, Mary Lynn Ricegub, Bob Odenkirk, and the song Runaround by Blues Traveler. Wow. Everyone from Breaking Bad is in stuff, probably because they're also actors. Yeah. Bob Odenkirk (laughs) was a was it like i think he was known for mr show during that time plus he was a writer with conan on snl oh yeah i went back and re-listened to the i know you don't like the true crime as much um but this special where conan o'brien goes on my favorite murder is freaking hilarious he is so funny he's funny you should i mean if you're gonna listen to one episode for you i would recommend that one because conan's so hilarious okay uh, in the Billboard charts, April of 1996. Number one for April 1996. In for March be- uh, is Because You Loved Me by Celine Dion. Continuing on for the last week of April 1996 is n- at number two. We have Always Be My Baby 
by Mariah Carey. Number four is Ironic by Alanis Morissette. And isn't it ironic? <laughs> Number five, one, two, three, four. Print, what? Uh, clo- open the parenthesis, something new. Something new. <laughs> by a close parenthesis by Julio. It's one, two, three, four. Five, everybody. Uh, is that Blue Bega? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing Mamba number five. Uh, number 11, Follow You Down by the Shin Possums. Number 13, Missing by Everything But the Girl. Uh, this, do, you, do you recognize that song? Um, it's like the, and I, no, I can't, I can't get the, and I miss you like the deserts missed. Oh, away. yeah, yeah, I know that one. And I miss you. Which song was uh, that? Missing by Everything But oh. the Girl. Yeah. There's a uh, mystery. There's a mystery. It goes up. It goes up. Uh, yeah, oh, Follow You Down is a good song. Yeah. Of course, 1979 like by The Smashing Pumpkins. I don't think I've heard that before. Number 17. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. Uh, you think you played it every time I was in your car? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I liked uh, I liked the Smashing Pumpkins when we were in high school uh, a lot. Uh, number twenty two, "Give Me One Reason" by Tracy Chapman. Give me one reason. Uh, number twenty three is "Wonder" by Natalie Merchant. I can't tell you what it was about, but I said I liked the song. Uh, I don't even remember what what it sounds like. I've never heard uh, of it. Uh, you've probably heard it. You just don't know the title. And finally, number 25, Just a Girl by No Doubt. No Doubt. Uh, let's see. Halifax video, and then I'm going to watch this. You I, also need to say the thing. Oh, right. <laughs> and now let's go to Brandon for the Namely 90s Minute. Welcome back to our mid-episode break, Namely 90s Minute. Every week, we look back at a culturally relevant show, movie, or piece of pop culture that probably helps stoke the algorithm. This week, in honor of Season 6 of Rick and Morty, we're looking back at the inspiration of the series, at least the part that released in the 90s, Back to the Future Part 3. Previously on Back to the Future, Doc Hollywood goes back in time, met his parents, and nearly erased himself from existence before his mom tried to sleep with him. After fixing that problem, he went to the future the next morning when his girlfriend transformed from Linda Barrett from the Fast Times TV series into the girlfriend from The Karate Kid. An old man stole DeLorean, traveled back in time, and gave himself a sports almanac so he could make money off of sports bets. Upon realizing what happened, Alex P. Keaton and Reverend Jim from Taxi traveled back to 1955 and destroyed the almanac, but also Uncle Fester is hit by lightning in the DeLorean and is sent back to 1885. We open part 3 with Teen Wolf getting sent back to 1885 because he learns that Judge Doom gets killed a week after he wrote the letter in 1885. Upon arriving, there's some intensive depictions of Native Americans in the Old West who attack the DeLorean and cause the gas lines to get cut, which is on the outside of the car for some reason, and somehow that empties all the gasoline from the vehicle. Since petrol isn't utilized as a fuel until 1892 and they only have a week to stop Commander Krug from the search from Spock's death at the hands of country western Biff, they decide to hook the DeLorean up to a train and send it across the ravine into 1985, where there's a bridge there to land it on. If that didn't make sense to you, you're not thinking fourth dimensionally. Meanwhile, one who flew over the cuckoo's nest falls in love with a new teacher in town, going south. Things get complicated, as per usual. The voice of Stuart Little ends up in a western-style showdown the morning of the day they were going to rob the train to push the DeLorean with, and he ends up beating country western Biff by using the bulletproof cast iron door technique he saw Clint Eastwood use in a fistful of dollars in the alternate 1985. That all resolves, and country western Biff ends up in a pile of manure, so they go 
rob a train and attempt to go back to the future. But first, the mom from Elf rides her horse alongside the train to confess her love for Professor Plum, and they end up flying away on the hoverboard as a voice of chance from Homeward Bound is sent back to the future by himself. A train then destroys the DeLorean, but then a hover train appears with the boss angel from Angels in the Outfield, his now wife, Ted Danson's wife, and their two kids, who leave Marty forever in 1985 to travel in time. Also, the voice of Milo from Atlantis the Lost Empire learned the lesson about not having to prove his worth in a toxic masculine way, or something. And that's Back to the Future Part 3 in an Amy 90s Minute. More or less. And now, back to the show. Uh, anywhere you... Oh, I, the Natalie Merchant song, Wonder. I just, just listened to it a second ago. It was like... And I lost it again. It was, it was like... Oh, yeah. I know this song. And I could be part of the wonder. Raise hand, her my hand. I don't know what she says there, but yeah, I wasn't too far off. Thank um, you. Yeah. Uh, anywhere you want to go? Uh, the truth about cats and dogs, because that's the only one I have know anything about really in this list. Sure. Well, I mean, I mean, I have to go there of- because. Janine Garofalo portrays a veterinarian in film, which I'm sure is going to be woefully underwhelming and inaccurate. The whole point point of like the entirety of the list that we go through is so that you may notice something that you know. Yeah, I mean, I know of Dexter's Lab and then Power Rangers. I'm like, sorry, I shouldn't have given away the whole uh, topic list, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Anything. There's there's other things. There's uh, anti-semitism i think we uh, covered that one probably more so than <laughs> yeah uh yeah so the truth about cats and dogs uh the truth about cats and dogs yeah um 1996 american romantic comedy film uh starring janine garofalo uma thurman um ben chaplin and jamie fox somehow yeah jamie uh, fox it's somehow. a modern reinterpretation of cyrano de bergerac um, follows Abby, a veterinarian and radio talk show host who asks her model friend, Noelle to impersonate her. That's Uma Thurman. When a handsome guy, I'm assuming that's Ben Chaplin shows interest in her. Um, it also featured the song blues traveler a lot. The song blues traveler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the run the song by run around by blues traveler a lot. Um, it had positive reviews and met with considerable box office box office success. The thing somehow. is that trailer was two minutes and 40 seconds and it mm-hmm. felt like my life, my entire life passed me by during that time. I mean, let's, let's be honest. That was like the cheesiest, most stereotypical nineties rom-com trailer. Yeah. Janine's a, not your average veterinarian. <laughs> Brian has a problem with a dog. Janine gets uh, gets her friend Uma to pretend she's her, and she falls in love with her, but oh my also gosh. I, in love with her. I couldn't believe like the title card they showed. I was like, "That's what it looks like." Yeah, <laughs> on that was on a on a movie trailer. Nineteen ninety six. Nineteen ninety six. Yeah, it's pretty ugly. Um, so basically, the movie is about Abby, and she, uh answers a caller the caller kind of is hot for her because she has a radio station or radio show and uh you know you know you you know listener how you think that you'd want to end up with one of us uh just because of how sexy we sound over this podcast um no uh the, the point of the the thing is um 
she pretends she's actually Uma Thurman in her looks and then Uma Thurman meets him for some reason and then they start dating and then Abby has to it's Cyrano de Bergerac. Yeah, but it also does that thing where it's like isn't it supposed to be like the main character is supposed to be like a little dorky and unattractive yes, but then like Japanese girl right but then in reality like then they get a makeover at some point and then they don't look that bad because they're actually not unattractive they're just not like super attractive you know like a lot of movies do yeah oh she took off she took off her glasses and let down her hair what was that My movie God. we watched where the girl wore like oh, the overalls and stuff and then she's, she's all, all that, that. yeah it kind of had that vibe the, going yeah, with um, Rachel Lee Cook. Yeah, oh, she's so ugly in her overalls and uh, bun. Yeah, hair. Bun yeah. hair. Uh, yes. What? Uh, yeah. So, did you ever see that movie? I didn't. I just remember. I just remember hearing the song "Run Around" all the time, and then like it was in this trailer. So I always, I've always associated it with this movie. Which is weird because it came out like two to three years before this movie came I out. I struggle to watch movies and shows with veterinarians in them because they're always just portrayed so incorrectly. What did you think of the turtles? Her sticking her finger up a turtle's Well, this butt. concept that veterinarians teach all, like, treat all creatures great and small is really kind of a misconception. Like, most mm-hmm. vets don't do that. It's... You kind of choose a species because the thing is, if you do a little bit of everything, you're not going to be that good at anything. That's true. Uh, So it's pretty uncommon, but the nineties were a different time. (laughs) And the funny thing I think about being in this profession is like people who graduated from vet school in the nineties are like really like a lot of their medicine is a little suspect. Uh, Not all of them, but they're just like, they've learned things longer ago and things were different back then. So I just like to think about what, medicine was like back then and i'm like some uppity 30 year olds gonna be saying that in 30 yeah, years i know you. oh i trust yeah. me i know <laughs> yeah um but yeah so you're saying don't stick your finger up turtles rectum i i don't know what the Cloaca. purpose of that was um maybe i don't know anything about turtles and that's my point it needed its anal glands uh expressed yeah i don't know that's exactly my point though i know nothing about turtles because i treat cats and dogs that's fair the truth about that being and I go on the radio at least <laughs> daily to take calls yes. alive on the air about people's animals just don't love your pet yeah uh, so um, it has a ni- 85% fresh rating in Rotten Tomatoes uh, better than that Mark Wahlberg uh, oil rig movie yeah <laughs> uh, somehow it's sharp witty and charming the truth about cats and dogs features a standout performance from Janine Garofalo. That's probably there was why. probably a different like the uh, the unrated cut of the the comment about not loving your dog. Oh, that's yeah, don't uh, bleep your dog. Your dog. Um. Uh, so Janine Garofalo, uh, more in a more recent interview in later years, uh, has a quote saying. Uh, she or she expressed some dissatisfaction with the film saying I think it's soft and corny and the soundtrack makes you want to puke and everybody's dressed in banana republic clothing the original script and the original intent was very different than what it wound up being when it became a studio commercial film it was originally supposed to be a small budget indie film where there would be much more complexity to all the characters and Abby and the guy don't wind up together I think it's easy to say that like when you've had a career and made your money but like back then she Mm -hmm. probably was like 
I'm getting a movie role. I'm going to go do yeah. it. You know what I mean? I, I'm the star of a movie. Uh, I would go Uma Thurman's my side. I would go do any movie if they were just yeah. like, here's five million dollars. I'd be like, this could be the worst piece of crap ever. I am there. And then in 20 yeah. years, I'd be like, I oh, really it was in bad taste, but uh, I just I just did it for the money. It's like the then. thing that rich people do where they're like, oh, well, money doesn't buy happiness. It's really the relationships we forge. I'm like, as they pull up in their Bentley, you're like, OK, yeah, calm down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's uh, apparently Uma Thurman's character is a little bit more complex than just being like uh, the dumb friend that's take, that's being a pawn for Abby. Right. Um, as we saw in the trailer where she's like, she has this one giant flaw. What's that? He's in love with you. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Uh, That's how you really feel. Yeah. Um, the, it, it was, it's, yeah. Uh, Cyrano de Bergerac. So, when that was Cyrano or de Bergerac, a veterinarian on the radio, or? No. Did you not read that in high school? No. Uh, it was considered too offensive because it had, uh, a long nose. It, yeah, exactly. We wouldn't want to offend children. <laughs> Pinocchio is fine, but Cyrano de Bergerac is not appropriate because he had some strings on him. Uh, <laughs> I just like that thing where it's like this book is offensive. That's the point of the book. <laughs> Which one was that? Uh, it was. Um, I sent you that. Uh, I don't remember. It's been a while, uh, um, but yeah, they they just banned a book recently from the schools. So I was like, what? It's, oh, they they removed they removed freaking Anne Frank from uh, a Texas school. That's I think oh yeah, it says it school district pulls to kill a mockingbird from reading because it uh, makes people uncomfortable. And someone says that's the point of the effing book. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah. No, they pulled. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw they pulled Anne Frank because there's Nazis in the book. Well, as we know, the Holocaust is a fabrication and never happened. Some people believe that in this country and probably others. Some people, yeah, like the country it happened in. Yeah, there's no way. Well, there is a way. And yeah, also swept under the rug uh, internment camps. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I'm not Mm -hmm. familiar with these. No, uh, uh, to be honest, I learned about them in college. (laughs) Uh, what else? And I'm Japanese. <laughs> uh, <Garofalo>. No, uh, <laughs> what? Uh, I mean, we talked about Power Rangers Turbo. We've talked about Power Rangers. But we talked about we Zio talk about on a uh, Christmas special. We did. And I had the morphers out. That was the horrible one where today. no one did any morphing. <laughs> yes. That we watched quite possibly the worst episode of the Power Rangers. <laughs> In its third twenty, just when you five, thought it thirty year just when you thought it couldn't get worse, that that episode <laughs> occurred. Yeah, and it set a milestone set, set a milestone so high for being so bad. Yeah, that it so so bad surpassed since it got close. Um, but yeah, uh, Power Rangers Zio is um, a Power Rangers series. Like it was the first sequel series to Mighty Morphin. Mighty Morphin had like three seasons. The first season, you know. Uh, they bought zoo ranger footage from Japan and were like, Oh, um, 
cool. They reshot the the unmorphed scene so that then the teenagers would turn into the, the Japanese Power Rangers and whatever. Second season, they paid the the studio in Japan to shoot new scenes with the old um, Zoo Ranger costumes because in Japan every year. They have new Power Rangers, new outfits, new Zords, and whatever. It makes them money. It's a kid show. Um, but it, it doesn't work for the Power Rangers model because Americans were attached to the the, the, the Power Rangers yeah, uh, yeah. In, in that form. Uh, so the third season, they brought in like ninja stuff and go uh, ninja, go ninja, go. Exactly. Um, they, uh, I mean, we we talked about there's a Power Rangers in Space episode that crossed over with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, but yeah, uh, this finally season four uh, became Power Rangers Zio. The I just it was epic for me because the end of season three of the Power Rangers, like they lose, they 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 lose so hard. The command center is blown up. Like you, th- as a child, you think they're gonna die. Um, Yeesh, that's heavy. It, it was heavy. The, it, like the the command center blew up, and uh, they like the 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 evil. They they lost their powers, and then evil won. Evil always <laughs> prevails. <laughs> Yeah. In the short term. But then, but then they find the Zeo crystal uh, in a secondary chamber underneath the command center because, of course, they have a new set right. underneath the previous set. Um, and they became the Zeo Rangers. And uh, yeah, it was Tommy, Adam, Rocky, Cat, and... Uh, Power Rangers one. and the Multicultural Christmas oh. Party or whatever that thing was. Tanya joins them. Tanya. That's right. Yeah. Anya, uh, replacing Aisha. Anyway, yeah, Power Rangers. Uh, Zio, I like. I kind of like Zio. The the the, uh, the the cool morphing things, and they would yell Zio Ranger, whatever. Is it a hand jive, or are they actually morphing? <laughs> uh, that's their morphing morphing sequence. Um, Jason came back as the mysterious Gold Ranger. Oh uh, yes. Um, and uh. Yeah, um, that's Power Rangers Zio in a name we know he's been more or less. Um, yeah. let's see how long we've been at this almost 40. Uh, so. yeah, well, uh, I feel like I'm going to die of heat exhaustion and my final moving blanket just fell off. Okay, so then I'll just talk about Texas Laboratory in two minutes and then we can close this <laughs> off. Name the 90s, two minutes. Uh, Dexter's Laboratory, uh, one of the those early Cartoon Network shows. Dexter's Laboratory. Um, I he had that annoying sister, Dee Dee. Um, what a jerk! He somehow hid an entire lab inside his like closet and or basement. What if there was like a gritty reboot where it's just a meth lab? It's and it's Dexter it's from Dexter in the Breaking Bad universe, though. Yeah, set in Albuquerque. Yeah. Uh, starring Dexter from yes. the Dexter series. Yeah. Um, there was also like um, they had dial M for monkey. Like they had shorts in between like the two main parts of the episode dial M for Mar- monkey where his pet laboratory monkey was actually like a superhero. Oh. Um, and then there's the justice friends, which was a spoof on the justice league. Um, if you 
I I remember they had like a Thor type guy, but he was like always rocking out on stuff. Yeah, uh, this is your lab out. I don't know. Grow <laughs> out. Uh, but yeah, um, Dexter's Lab was uh, a big big for kids our age, and then um, it, the the most you may know it from the current not current meme, but a meme in the last five years where uh, there's an episode where Dexter learns French and he would seduce the ladies by saying omelette de fromage. Um, is this why Jeez. our generation actually still believes in science? Uh, possibly. Um, uh, maybe Ninja Turtles. Uh, maybe Star Trek. But yes. Um, omelette de fromage. It's omelette cheese omelette. With cheese, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else for this? this no, I week think that's got to be a wrap because, uh, okay. you know, it just has you to You are be. literally dying. I'm, yeah, I feel like I'm going to pass out. All right. Uh, that's it for this week's edition of Naming 90s. Remember, you can find new episodes out every Monday. Check this episode description uh, for this week's supplemental Spotify playlist curated by yours truly. Find us on Instagram at, and Twitter at Naming 90s with 90s or find our personal Twitters at BeShorty and at Naming Andrew and tell us what you want us to talk about on future episodes. If you'd like to support the show, get Andrew some more AC, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Naming 90s, also with the name 90s. And finally, you can contact us through our website, Naming90s.com. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Andrew's Dead, Deezer, TuneIn, iHeart, Good Pods, and wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Brandon, that's Andrew, and we'll catch you next time. Por favor.